0: In March, at a McDonald's in Orange Mound, an employee fatally shot a customer after that customer threatened one of his coworkers. He pleaded self-defense. A few days ago, based on that plea, a judge dropped all charges against him. What makes this story stand out or what makes it routine is that even when the system works the way it's supposed to work, you still find local media reporting as if something was wrong. The reason is, is that the employee who fired the shot, he was already convicted of murder And he had a warrant for his arrest on domestic assault. So he shouldn't have had a gun in the first place. And that's why some reports have leaned towards, well, why is this man not in jail? You can't do right for wrong. So we're going to talk about this story and others on this episode of the Markup by Mediaverse. I'm your host Richard Thompson along with my co-host April Thompson. We'll be right back. To what you saying? So what you saying? So what you saying? So welcome back You're listening to the Markup by Mediaverse I'm your host Richard Thompson Uh, Sitting here today on Mother's Day With my lovely wife and happy Mother's Day To her, April Thompson, who is my co-host Happy Mother's Day, April Thank you So, one of the stories of the past week That we're going to talk about Is what happened uh, With Preston Diener He's a 36-year-old He worked at, or I think he still works at uh, McDonald's in Orange Mound. And so what happened was, was that on March 13th, um, the police responded to shots fired at the restaurant. And so what, according to the police report, it shows that the victim was speaking through the manager through the drive through window about her order being wrong. And she had a gun. And she was tapping on the window with the gun. And that the argument... And so, as that argument continued... Diener uh, intervened. And then he, pulled, he shot the woman... Shot the, the, the customer in the chest. And she died. So, he claimed self-defense... And so a few days ago, um, I guess on the story that I'm seeing was reported on the 13th, so I'm thinking it happened maybe on Friday. The judge in the case sided with his argument of self-defense and dismissed all the charges. But what's interesting to me is that every time, even when the system works the way it's supposed to work, there seems to be an element uh, implication that something's still wrong because, for instance, this guy, Deaner, he allegedly had he's allegedly a convicted murderer. He also had a warrant for domestic assault when he you know fired the shot. Well, he was trying to protect his coworker. but you don't get you don't really get the sense that he did the right thing or that he acted in the right because of because local media is so focused on his past issues. And so that just, you know, it just seems like, again, what, even when the system works, and this guy was definitely working, you know, trying to see if he could protect his co-worker, and something, you know, tragic happened, it just seems like, Local media is still focused on well, why is this convicted felon, this this guy who has a warrant, why why isn't he behind bars? That doesn't make sense.
1: I agree with you. Um, in I guess reading the story from um, WMC, where in the um, the the second <laughs> the second sentence of the story. Uh, mentions his prior criminal record. And I know that that is that that's usually customary when you're when you're dealing with stories and particular with certain folks. Uh, we tend to look up their criminal history um, when they are in the news. Uh, but according to the judge he he was for for lack of better words standing his ground i mean the 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 customer in this case uh is seen as seen on the surveillance footage had a gun tapped on the window pointed it at employees and so in, in that instance, isn't he allowed to stand his ground?
0: Yeah, he's like the good he's, man with the gun, right? That's in those Yes.
1: Right, exactly.
0: But this good man so, is also a convicted felon, so you you can't win for losing.
1: Well, he wasn't in he wasn't in prison at the time. He that's, was working at a job. That's true. So that's you can't true. have it both. You can't have it both ways. Right. He, you know, he he did exactly what I guess we have been taught to to
0: uh,
1: come to recognize it's the right thing.
0: Right. Right. We've always been, we've. The prevailing narrative is that a good guy with a gun will prevent certain things from happening. Well, this guy prevented, you know, something uh, potentially prevented something from happening because, well, I, I, I I'll say this: I don't like guns. I think that they me either. They are the their very presence escalates a situation. Whereas, if this customer didn't have a gun at all, if she didn't feel so, so, um, if she, if she didn't act so boldly as to knock on the window and brandish the gun to, at, at, because of her order at McDonald's, which is crazy, maybe she would still be alive because I don't think that anyone would have shot her because she was mad about an order. I mean, there are plenty of people who get mad about an order at at McDonald's. But the presence of guns uh, really changed the game. And they they escalate situations to where there's really no coming back from it when someone responds to the fact that they feel threatened because you have a gun. And so the yeah. pre-
1: the presence of guns and then the uh the the the, the comfort that we're seeing in in people um, just being willing to just pull them out, um like there there is there is no need for conversation, right? Th- this this is this is going to do talking for me. In terms of you know brandishing a gun, that's that does the talking. So,
0: yeah, it's it's like we live in a gun culture, and we, you know, you have all these stories about uh, people going to buy guns at record numbers to be safe. And I think it's a byproduct of the fact that our media. Uh, makes it seem like you need to have some type of protection in these streets all the time, and so people. But, but
1: no, but only for certain
0: people. Well, and that's the, and that's the rub, right? You know, you never see a gun buyback program in Carrierville or or Germantown or Bartlett. You see gun buyback programs in predominantly black neighborhoods for for. You know for some strange reason, right? because they don't really I think it's because they don't really trust you know black people with guns uh, you're viewed it inherently as dangerous and and it just escalates things and and again, I'm speaking as someone who is who hates guns, period, but what I don't like is sort of the hypocrisy in the gun debate that yeah. If I, you know, I believe in the constitution. I believe that, you know, if people want to bear arms, they should be able to bear arms in a responsible fashion. But this whole belief that certain folks who look like me and you are somehow irresponsible or incapable of of <coughs> are somehow irresponsible or incapable of bearing arms, you know, responsibly, you know, that that doesn't make sense. But also when you create a culture of guns where they're ever present and you you have no regulations that that determine who can, you know, that stop people who shouldn't have guns from getting them you open yourself up to the possibility of someone being so brazen or just being plain stupid of taking a gun out of their car, which Tennessee allows you to have a gun in your car, um, taking a gun out of their, you know, that's in their car and brandishing it and threatening someone with it in a in a, in a moment of anger or a moment of just, you know, plain not thinking, right? You yeah, and, yeah yeah we're
1: seeing we're seeing more of that uh where you're having um people because like you said the just the presence of guns now you you have people who are pulling out guns because you stepped on their their grass or right because you you know
0: you knocked on their door
1: you knocked on their door you played in their yard you you know right. regular everyday you know disagreements now have escalated to potential death sentences because guns
0: right and that's you know again There, there's, there is a such thing as a justifiable homicide and maybe ultimately this is what this McDonald's incident will turn out to be uh, but we'll see Um, again when you live in a culture that uh, opens the door for a whole infinite number of possibilities to happen with guns being available and present uh, tragedy is certainly in the cards we're going to take a break and come back you're listening to the Markup by Mediaverse I'm Richard Thompson, along with my co-host April Thompson. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Richard. Thank you so much for riding with us as we grow as a podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Mediaverse. You can follow my co-host April Thompson at ADR underscore Thompson. You can follow the podcast itself at the Markup by MV. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back. You're listening to The Markup by Mediaverse. So, we just got finished talking about uh, guns at a McDonald's. And now we're talking about uh, guns with John ja Morant, who <laughs> can't seem to get away with can't seem to get away from them. Uh The other day, or today, or I guess, we're not quite sure when the video was shot, but there's video of John Morant and one of his close friends in a car listening to music, mimicking lyrics that involve gunplay. And as part of him mimicking the lyrics or singing the lyrics, John Morant flashes a gun that's in the car. Like, how do you not understand that you can't do this? Um, Not that we don't know whose gun it is. Let's just say this. We don't know whose gun it is. We don't know if it's an illegal gun. We don't know any of that. Nobody got shot. Nobody got harmed. It's not, you know, it's not against the law for John Moran to own a weapon. If it was his weapon, we don't know if it was his weapon. It's not illegal for his associate to own a weapon, but we don't know if it was his weapon or not. It's not illegal for a weapon to be in the car. Okay, all that said, it's still (laughs) stupid. (laughs) It's still stupid.
1: The end.
0: The end. And so as a result of this, John Moran, who after the last time he brandished the gun in the video uh. Missed that he was gonna make better decisions. he's gonna do right, do the right things. You know, he's the reason why we're li- we're watching uh, the LA Lakers go to the conference finals because he didn't get his stuff right and and his mental stuff was all messed up and that's why we got the LA Lakers in the conference nah. finals. And, and, nah, that's and, that's a big stretch. Well, okay, all right, start, okay, okay, all right, okay, all right. I I might be stretching a little bit, you, but you stretching it? Yeah but but still so now he's suspended from team activities it's the off season and he's suspended by the grizzlies because they saw the video and they had to do something and there's speculation coming from you know NBA reporters that the league is going to suspend him for uh per, perhaps a significant suspension, suspension to start the season i'm like you know <laughs>
1: Listen, <laughs> Uh, so first, like, I, I really, I don't want to make light of his behavior. Um, I just, I just really believe that, as a lot of people have said, maybe he he does need a little bit more guidance um but to say that he needs to be suspended for a significant amount of time i mean what's significant 5 games oh, 10 no. games 20 no. games i you know i have I've, I've seen people say things like, he needs to be out for the whole season. Now, let me tell you this. Um, the, the league seems to be very, for lack of a better word, inconsistent in how they deal with certain behaviors from players. So we started this whole thing off by saying that nobody got hurt. Nobody was killed.
0: And it wasn't even his social media account. It was his friend's social media account. But Right. Okay. But at the same but time... At at the the s-
1: sa- hold on. Hold on. Let, let me finish this off. If we can allow people like Miles Bridges, who assaulted his significant other, and he's going to be playing on somebody's team next season, if we can allow folks like, I don't know, Jason Kidd, who was also a, Assaulting his wife and ended up coaching a team. If we can allow folks like oh, Draymond Green, who assaulted a teammate and was only fined, not even suspended, you get to punch somebody. And like, oh, just pay a little bit of money and we'll be okay. I need to know, because the last that I checked, assaulting someone, isn't that a whole, like, that's, that's, is not that against the, uh, I, and I'm just trying to see what law has John Moran broken, because the only thing that I see that he has done is may maybe made himself and the team look bad
0: well yeah i think that that's that's part of it i think the other part of it is the fact that he has a contract with the grizzlies and he has responsibilities outside of the grizzlies he's a public persona and as a public persona there are certain things that you have to watch out for um, I don't think you know he has deals with marketing deals with like Nike and other companies. Do they want their their spokesman? They want their 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 brand um spokesperson to be brandishing a gun in a video? You know, with you know, just just kicking it like that. I don't think that that's right. what they want. Um, and let me just say this: I don't have a problem with. With John Morant living his best life. He is absolutely living his best life. But at the same time. He's a father. He has responsibilities. He, he's a businessman. He has responsibilities that he has to take care of. He can't just be as carefree as he wants to be. In the moments that we see him in these videos, I mean, in these videos, he ain't got a care in the world, besides staying on beat and and you know hanging out and enjoying life with the people who matter the most to him. I get it, but at the, you know, he, he, he is a role model, uh, and there there are certain things that are required of people who are in leadership positions. That aren't required of other folks. It's just the way things work. And so. I don't. I, I don't think that I agree with the idea. That he's going to be suspended. For a significant period of time. But it is his second offense. Now to his credit. His team wasn't playing. He's in the offseason. You know. He wasn't on any team facilities. Or whatever. The NBA can't can't completely control what a player does when they're on their own time but so we'll see what happens with that but the other thing is that um, this kind of action and this video seems to verify all the other innuendo and stuff other stories like what happened in Colorado or whatever, wherever else they were when they were accused of flashing a gun to somebody or laser pointing a gun to somebody, yeah, I mean, all these other stories that the Washington Post and other folks have reported about John Morant, now they seem he seems to have given them cre- credence and su- suggest that he's this bad guy when he's probably not that bad guy or he probably didn't do those things So those things didn't happen, but now. In this video, because people want to sort of, I guess to the degree, overreact. Because he had a gun in the car. It, you know. That's that's what bothers me. Is the fact that now those stories are coming back. And they're being used as, oh, this is. Now we know he, he did it. When, when we don't know what he did. Or what happened in those situations. But now it seems like his behavior is is giving those stories or those allegations more weight to lean towards something may have happened he may have done it because he's done it in this situation which I think is a totally wrong thing to, to assume so but I hope that Ja Morant gets help I hope that he well I I hope Fear that John ja Morant
1: please be perfect because <laughs> please be perfect that's that's what they that's that's basically what people are saying is that they they want him to be perfect you've been listening to the markup by MediaFirst. i'm your co-host april thompson we'll be right back Follow us on social media, on Twitter, at MarkupByMV. Thank you for listening.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to the Markup by Mediaverse.
1: I just have, I have an issue with, again, not minimizing, anything he had the gun he was waving it it was him but still that the just the whole idea just this respectability thing yeah
0: yeah yeah the whole respectability argument is that that runs me the wrong way too i mean he's not going to be a perfect kid and if he was this list- if he had a gun and he was listening to R&B you know, some Frankie Beverly and Mays or whatever. Will we will we be responding the same way? I I don't know. I mean, I think it's a statement of who we want him to be. We want him to pull his pants up. We want him to cut his dreads. We want him to have a you know a nice little tight fade. You know, you know, get rid of the tattoos. Be this church kid. But that's not who he is. That's not. That's not who he is. That's, and I don't think that we should deny him, deny who John Morant is or what he wants to be or how he... But at the same time, though, at the same time, though, you know, when you... When you um, as you grow older, certain things become important and you have to respond. You can't do the same things that you did as a kid. Right? And again, he's a young man, he's got plenty of money, he's got he's got plenty of freedom and he's just trying to live his life, but you can't live it like that. And I think, you know, people are saying, Well, maybe he should get rid of his friends, maybe but you know, you don't want to turn your back on the people who have been with you since day one. But if the people who have been with you since day one don't quite understand what you have to lose then I don't think that they're really your friends.
1: Yeah, I'm, but he has he has to come to that. You, you know, he has to come to to you know that realization if that's something that he needs to do. I you know basically I I just you know at this point I have two requests for John Morant if he ever listens to this he I have two requests. If you gonna have the gun, baby, please just stay off the live. Stay off the live. Don't don't let anybody record. Like no more live recordings, please. If you gonna do something live, don't have just don't have the gun out. Don't have the gun out. Right. So that that's that's request number one i mean if you're gonna have the gun well my first request would be to just not have the gun but you know i i can't control that but second request is if you're going to have the gun stay off the lie stay off the lie please please don't let anybody record you with the gun in your hand yeah
0: why would he give him give him what he's give him what he's gone through why would he let anybody record him on Instagram Live or Facebook Live or whatever live there is without with his with his consent? Why would you See, do that?
1: Whoever, whoever that person is, immediately cut off. Like we we wouldn't we would never be friends again after yeah. that. Like I mean,
0: like, you've like, already been in trouble. You yeah you you the, and the guy who he's in the car with his his banned from the FedEx forum. <laughs> so but that's his boy from from you know like his he calls him his brother but still why would you why would you do that you know even your brother should know that there are certain things that you can't do and maybe he didn't exp- i don't know it's just plain stupidity on stupidity on all levels why would you put yourself in that kind of situation when you already know that people are watching but anyway
1: Yeah. I mean, and I guess, you know, one more thing about this is that, um, uh, a lot of folks are weighing in saying that there, there could be like a deeper issue here with, uh, with him and, you know, and we, we don't, we don't know. We don't know that. And, um, there could be some, uh, destructive behavior going on here. Um, is it a, a a cry for help? Uh, and you know, but you know, we 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 really don't know. I, I mean, just two requests, just two requests, y'all. Two requests. One is don't have the gun, and but if you're gonna have the gun, stay off the line. Stay <laughs> off the line.
0: And how's that dope? We'll take a break. <laughs> you're listening to the Markup by MediaVerse. We'll be right back. As we prepare to bring new episodes, catch up with some of our older episodes. You can find them on our website, MediaverseMemphis.com. Welcome back. You're listening to The Markup by Mediaverse. I'm your host, Richard Thompson, joined here by my co-host, April Thompson. So we've been talking a lot about guns this episode. And I think appropriate way to end it is to talk about, well, what can we do about it? It just so happens that Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee um, put forth some legislation or assigned to, into law some legislation that invests $230 million to prevent school shootings from across the, you know, across the state. And so this money... It covers, this is how it breaks down. $30 million for more than 100 Homeland Security agents in all 95 counties to serve Tennesseans and students in both public and non-public schools. So let, let's make it clear. Non-public schools, private schools. We're paying state money to cover private school security. Let, let, let that sink in. million for one-time armed school resource officers for every public school. $40 million for public school security upgrades. $14 million for private school security upgrades. $8 million for additional school-based behavior liaisons across the state. So, the answer to preventing gun uh, I guess gun tragedies at schools.
1: It's more guns.
0: It's more guns. More people with guns on school. More grounds. people with guns on, on school grounds. And uh, the fact that you're only spending eight million dollars on behavioral health liaisons. I, spending, I'm glad you said it.
1: Yeah.
0: You're spending two two hundred what twenty two million dollars on you know school school security upgrades, the vast majority of that on people with guns, that doesn't really make sense to me. But what really got me was the fact that, you know, that may not be enough money to make schools secure. I mean, if you think about $40 million for public school security upgrades, there are some public schools that are so in such a state of disarray where, you know, you you, you going to spend 2 or $3 million on one school. Definitely in Memphis, you would spend 2 or $3 million to upgrade one school, not the several hundred schools that they have. So I'm like, well, what kind of upgrades are you talking about? You know, spending uh, $40 million on public And you're talking about doing that in all 95 counties? That's not enough for... That's, that, that's clearly not enough. To do all 95 counties in the state, in, in, within the state, and then you talk yeah. about 100 agents, one agent per county. Now think of all the schools that you have in Memphis. Memphis is the Memphis Shelby County is the largest school district in the state. You talk about having one Homeland Security agent to cover what's clearly over 100 schools. I mean, like seriously, is this what we're doing? <laughs>
1: oh so, yeah this, this 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 is like um like having a um like a major leak at your house and just taking one paper towel and putting it on the 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 major leak right. at your house right um uh, I, I and like you said there there are there are certain politicians who will be very quick to say anytime there's a a school or a mass shooting or something like that they're very quick to say that oh there must be some sort of mental health issue there um but then like you said they only want to invest $8 $8 million.
0: Right. So to deal with the mental health issue that may be present within the students or whomever um, is affected by stuff like this. So, yeah, that's, that doesn't seem to, to pass the muster. But what also bothers me is like whenever we cover these stories, whenever we cover these stories, it seems like we're focused on the big number rather than really trying to drill down and see whether or not this is actually going to be feasible or not you talk about 230 million well that's not i mean the state budget is way larger than that they 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 deal in billions right and so 230 million doesn't really seem like a lot when it comes to public safety but what again how is that money being invested and especially if you're talking about Including private schools in the mix, it doesn't really seem feasible to. Um, it doesn't really seem feasible to have uh, have private schools in this mix and make and be able, still be able to make this work and to make it effective enough. Uh, and so I'm not quite sure, you know, how this is going to work. And it just seems like also we're so interested in you know in the media we tend to get caught up by the performance aspect of it yeah yes. you know it's a it's a performance it's like you're 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 allowing bill lee to show that he's concerned about you know kids dying in schools but you also know that you know his orga- his administration his political party they who run the state uh, assembly that these folks really aren't interested in in effective gun control, and that this does nothing to really prevent school shootings or deter people f- who have bad intentions from getting their acts, you know, getting legal access to guns. You know, it does nothing about that, and and right. you know we don't even talk about how we're turning our schools into fortresses. And what right. impact that has on you know the children's mental health as well. So it's so difficult for a kid to be in school these days, um, and there's plenty to talk about in terms of you know what how different things are than when we were in school. But I think the the bottom line is that uh, I think as, as media we have to do a better job really trying to drill down and, and show that maybe this isn't enough maybe this this type of approach especially using state dollars on private schools you know for security you know that's taking away that's money that could go to public schools that need it the most
1: yeah and um, has has anyone really questioned him about this because like you said two hundred and million is what you do when you want to seem like you're doing something, but you're really not doing anything. And well, you're not doing the thing that the majority of people are asking you to do. Um, And so I I wonder if, if, you know, people have, are, are just so resigned to the fact that, um, that nothing, uh, really is going to be done. That they'll accept anything at this point. That so, has anyone questioned? Uh, I mean, yeah, he gets plenty
0: of questions, and I think that that's, I mean questions,
1: questions specifically about this two hundred and thirty million dollars.
0: I'm sure that there's been plenty of people who've questioned about it, but I think that still, at the end of the day. The, the stories that come out or, you know, the vast majority of stories, I would argue, just show him in the light that he's trying to do something, that he's trying to be present, that he's trying to make a dent in the problem. And I think that that's not, that's not that kind of journalism is harmful because it does, it fails to adequately, to adequately explore well, what exactly is he trying to do? It doesn't penetrate deeper into the fact that, you know, if he's trying to do, spend this money for school resource officers in, in, across 95 counties, then maybe that's not enough. You know, maybe it's not feasible enough. Maybe, you know, especially if you include private schools in there, then, then that's definitely not enough. And so I, I think, you know, even though the tragedy in Nashville happened at a private school, and, you know, uh, no school should be, should, we, we shouldn't be hearing about any school impacted by school shootings, and that's a tragedy regardless. But the fact that it happened at a private school, you know, I'm not sure if, if you want to open up that Pandora's box. take public money to enhance a private school education that's it's private for a reason right it's because these folks want to do what they want to do they don't want to have the ties for you know that come along with public uh, funds but you know I think that's just another way another door that's open for the state to deny the resources to public schools that really need them. So I think that's on that note, we'll wrap it up. We thank you for listening. You're listening to the Markup by Mediaverse. We'll see you next time. What you you're dead, and 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 you're saying you To what you you're dead, and 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 you're dead, and
1: you're dead, and 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 you're saying you